what is up everybody i am your host rj starcevic welcome back to off the record please to welcome my co-host celia with me as well and our guest this weekend is mason diaz mason diaz you run in the cars tour you run late models you run some arca races and i saw you ran a dirt race a few months ago uh we, we can talk about that a little bit later but mason uh pleased to be able to talk to you again how are you good i um, hope you guys are doing well I'm coming off a busy weekend, just leaving, uh, where were we? Motor Mile um, with the Cars Tour this weekend, getting ready for what tomorrow is going to start. This is North Wolfboro, which is going to be interesting since it's a racetrack that we've never been to before. Um, no one's really been there before. I mean, it's been shut down for years, so it's exciting to get back to a racetrack that's been shut down for forever. Yeah, for sure. And you in the Cars Tour, I think uh, you're sitting seventh in the standings right now. You've had a pretty solid season. I know you got a pole earlier in the year, um, like the one the one qualifying session I watched this year. You won the pole, so I thought that was that was pretty cool. So, um, but but I feel like you've had a solid season. Uh, you know, how have you looked at it from your eyes uh, as far as the speed? And you, are you optimistic about North Wilkesboro? Uh, it's been really up and down. Um, we we started off the season; it wasn't great. Starting at Caraway, wrecking out early, and then just parts failures i've had two power steering pumps go bad this year and clutches and just tons of parts failures which you can't really avoid sadly but um we just got back from motor mile and i broke a starter uh another power steering pump for my second one this year locking up on me that's why we ended up parking it um it's been very up and down we've been showing speed here recently ever since really after greenville we've been showing a lot of speed so that's really good. And just starting to keep improving, finishing races, and just trying to improve ourselves. Is there kind of like a nervous energy being like the first group back at North Wilkesboro to like test it out? Or are you like more excited than anything? Uh, it's just another race. Um, move on just to another race. We're not the first ones there. I watched the modified races. We watched a whole bunch of people. Um, limited practice, practice tonight. So we know some people going there, try to get an idea of what we need for tomorrow. Um, it's not really a nervous feeling. It's just another racetrack we've ever been to before, which cars tour, we go to different racetracks every week. Um, we do, we, we do go to a couple racetracks that are doubles throughout the year, like Caraway's a double, Ace is a double, and there's a couple more. So, I mean, it's no different than traveling each weekend. So just put another racetrack on there and we'll go there and figure it out. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's crept up on me being being in the middle of the week. I almost forgot because I've been doing some stuff for the cars tour and I was I almost forgot. It's, it's right in the middle of the week. It's coming up here uh, on what is it? Yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, right? Yes, Tuesday, Wednesday. So today's open practice for limiteds from four to seven. And then we we roll in tomorrow at 1030, which I don't know how much practice we get. Um, we might get probably a couple hours, most likely. Normally we get two, three hours. So we'll probably get somewhere around there and then we qualify tomorrow night. Yeah, and you've you've obviously since it's been shut down for so long, you don't have any any experience, and a lot of the drivers uh, there, besides maybe, you know, Dale Earnhardt Jr. in the field, <laughs> have probably had experience at North Wilkesboro. Yeah, it's it's really cool for racetracks to come back. Definitely, I, I, the whole revival process is cool. Um, I'm happy to see new racetracks or old racetracks coming back to life, and new racetracks happening and showing that the sport's growing. But there's no connection to me to it. Um, I wasn't even born before the last race even ran. So I think the last Ram race was ran 96, somewhere around there. So I was born in 2000. So there's really no connection to me to the racetrack, but it's definitely a cool feeling to go back to know there's a lot of history there and hopefully that it's here to stay. Yeah, for sure. And you're going to, you're going to want to get a lot of practice laps around there. Yes. And hopefully we load off the trailer pretty good and then we don't really have to practice too much, but 
unlike it's a guessing game for everyone. You can put your best knowledge in hand to go there, but you, at the end of the day, you're still kind of guessing. Yeah, pretty much. And have you learned anything from like watching any of the other, you know, series that have been on the track kind of this month? Yeah. After motor mile track. finished, um, I think we're already saving tires for it. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a tire saving race. It's kind of feel like kind of like good year we've been to this year. Reminds me a lot of what Myrtle beach is Southern national um, Hickory before they put the sealant down this year. Um, just start saving tires now because you're gonna need them all. For sure, yeah, yeah. it's gonna be a, a endurance type of race. Uh, I'm looking forward to watching it, especially uh, for the two days that you guys are there. Um, and as far as like the Cars Tour season this year, for people that, that um, don't know too much about the Cars Tour and what it is um, and what you guys do on kind of a week to week basis, kind of like is there is there a way you can uh, explain it, kind of summarize what the Cars Tour at least is has meant to you and your team? It's just the touring series, really. Um, you have to, when you run race late model stocks, you have two options. You can go the NASCAR way, which is running like Sobo for weekly series, and the Minion, you, you do weekly series racing, versus Cars Tour, which is not NASCAR sanctioned, and you can show up to these different racetracks with knowing the same people are going each week. Um, being a part of touring twelve shows that at least these twelve cars are going to be there, so you know you're racing the same people week in week out, um, and you fight for a points championship differently versus the whole entire national NASCAR points. Um, it's just a different kind of style of racing. Um, it's not run, it's not racing the same racetrack each week versus, I mean, that's what local stuff is. You're on the same racetrack each week and dial, dial, dial yourself in. Um, that's why we see like when we went to motor mile this past weekend, Looney was really fast. Um, he unfortunately got beat for himself, but when you show up at local racetracks, you, the, the locals really do show up and that's a good thing but it's just uh, when we show up it's more of a the best of the best are coming each week week in week out you know who's running and who's going to be challenging each week yeah i can't even imagine how like different the fans are because they have like a personal stake in it like this is their home track like do you see a lot of like fan turnout is there a lot of support oh yeah i mean motor mile was completely loony fans same with um, franklin county earlier this year um, I'm sure Sobo at the end of the year is going to be Lane. I'm sure he's probably going to run it. Um, when the locals do show up, like Dominion, that was my home track, so I had a lot of people there locally. Um, when you show up to your local racetrack, your home track, um, the fans definitely do recognize who's showing up and who they want to watch. We'll go back here on Off the Record. Mason just mentioned uh, racing at Dominion, uh, your home track, and he obviously had a lot of people out back there. So I want to kind of take it back to when you started in racing. Uh, you started racing at Dominion Speedway, and obviously that being your home track, you had a lot of history there. So kind of take us back to, to when you began in motorsports, and how was that like? Yeah, um, I didn't start at Dominion Raceway. Dominion Raceway was built, I think, in 2014, 2015. Now, old Dominion Speedway, which was – like 10 minutes away from my house i started there okay. which now it's shut down it's a bunch of townhouses um sadly it was a really cool racetrack um started racing go-karts there in the infield and then moved into bandoleros and then it's dominion raceway is the closest track to my home but i wouldn't call it my home track southern national is my home track um but it's just the closest track to where i live so a lot of people tend to come out and support me there um, I don't really race that close to home often, so it's nice to see when everyone comes out and supports and enjoy themselves for a Saturday night race. But um, started racing with bandos, like I said there, and then moved down to start national racing pro late models and legends and late model stocks, and just continued up from there. 
Yeah. So that Southern National is a pretty fun track, isn't it? From what from what I've seen. Yeah, it is. Um, I have a lot of laps there. Two track champions there, and it's just it's a fun place. It's a different place. It's a lot of banking, kind of like a mini burst store, like Lanier kind of. Um, it's a it's a fun place to drive. Yeah, it definitely looks like a lot of fun. And and for you, when you were starting, kind of your racing career, um, you know, say at least maybe the first year of you kind of just getting experience with with racing and stuff like that. Did you have any goals or like a mindset of where you wanted to be, kind of like where we are at right now? Um, not when I initially started. No, there was really no goals. Um, I ran pro late models for a while, and then slowly ran late mall stocks and NASCAR series. Um, back then there's learner permits kind of like beginner licenses, rookie licenses that you can get only run a certain amount of races per year. So you can keep your rookie status for the following season. So we played that role. So 2015, I believe, or 2016, I, I did like three or four late mall stock races and just wanted to improve and just wanted to show myself the best I could. We just didn't want to throw me in and be like, okay, here's what, here's what, here's what's happening. So with doing that, just learning, testing, practicing everything we can do with those minimal amount of races, we went to next season focusing more on, okay, let's get, I actually was fortunate enough to get a track championship, rookie of the year in Florida and in, in NC. So it was just more of not rushing into it, just waiting until you're prepared. And then leading to now, there's goals this year we have. Um, goal is, I mean, every week you want to finish the best that you can. Um, I mean, the main goal this past weekend was to showcase ourselves for speed, but also keep the car in one piece to be able to bring it to Wilkesboro, you know. Exactly. That's kind of a thing that your teams, that teams like you guys have to do week to week, right? Like you race, you race at a racetrack one week and you guys could have a race the next week or two weeks from there. Um, but obviously if you have an incident or something like that, that kind of, you guys got to work a little bit harder to get that car ready for the next few weeks, right? Yeah, we were we were debating on which car to bring this weekend. We just my backup car is just about done, so it probably needs like another two days worth of work on it. But I mean, it, it could have been something doable if needed for this week. But um, leaving this weekend doesn't look terrible. Um, just need a little bit of body work and change the oils and all the above, but this maintenance stuff. So um, we're we're getting that car ready to go for this week versus the backup car. Awesome. Yeah. I know, I know a lot goes into that. Now I know we were talking about the beginning of your career and I know in, in 2017, you made uh, the one, the one loan truck series, I think start that you made yep. uh, in your career. Uh, you made it at Martinsville with the, uh, with the Brandon built team. And so how did that, how did that kind of come about? How did that race go for you? Cause I think what you started like ninth in that race. Yeah. Um, Brandon, Brandon built motorsports. Um, so Jerry Brown's actually a part owner in Southern National with my father. So uh, wow. that's how that connection worked out. Um, they went Xfinity racing and we was like, well, we'll, we'll follow um, with them for a little bit. They did trucks and moving up to Xfinity. So um, that's how that ride came about and went there. We didn't practice that good. We were like 30th, just learned the car and then qualifying came around. And that was back when they did the three segments in qualifying. Uh, you know, you get everyone go out for 10 minutes or whatever, and then you move to the next round or the next round. Um, I was sitting on the pole for forever. I actually qualified second in the first stage. So then I got moved to the second round. Then I was moved to the third round. I think, I think you're right. I think we qualified ninth or so, yeah. um, which is which was great. I mean, it turned, like, everyone upside down. It was really, really cool to see. when I, They wouldn't let me out of the car. I mean, there was, like, five minutes between each round. They wouldn't let me out of the car. They're like, just stay there, stay focused, look forward. They covered the mirrors up in the car so I wouldn't see the cameras and everything all around me because that was the story of the race. So um, it was good. 
And then the race, we were running up front. We were running, you know, top 10 majority of the night until we got a left front flat and had to pit. So it is what it is, but definitely, definitely was a cool experience. Yeah, definitely for sure. I know. Um, so that, so that explains the connection between you and Brandon Bill, because you ended up making some Xfinity starts for them too, right? Yes. Uh, I think around four with them. Richmond twice, Charlotte once, and Bristol once. Yeah, so four. I think I have seven starts or so in Xfinity. So, yeah, I did four with them, I believe. And how did you enjoy that in the Xfinity series? Because I'm, I'm an avid Xfinity series lover. So, I, I love the race in week to week. And I know a lot of, you know, people in the garage, the Brandonville people are great. Um, so, how did you enjoy your time over there? Oh, it was great. It was, it was fantastic. It was learning curve. Um, we were, it was back when practice was allowed. So, at least I had practice yeah, prior to. Um, I did run a couple races in 2020 with uh, Sam Hunt, which um, there was no practice. We went to Phoenix and um, I forget where else we went. Oh, Martinsville, which that was fun. Uh, great group of guys there. They're both Brandon built, great group of people, and same with Sam Hunt racing. So great group of people. This is who you surround yourself with, great connections, and just people that care about what, where, you know, about what they do for a living. Yeah. For sure. And getting, getting those experience on the shorter tracks on the schedule too, right? Like you ran, you said you ran Phoenix first, Sam Hunt, Martinsville. No, Martinsville then Phoenix, just because um, Phoenix is the closing out race for the year. Yeah, exactly. Are you, are you a fan of, of closing out the season? If you, I don't know if you, I don't know if you ever did like the, the close out at Homestead. No, I never, I wasn't able to, I was thinking we were trying to, but it's about being approved for it and I wasn't approved. Um, when I ran my first truck race, I was approved for half miles. And then after that truck race, they approved me for mile and a half. So I was approved for trucks, but I wasn't quite approved yet for mile and a half for Xfinity for back then or for trucks, really. So it was more a fact of, you know, not being approved to go. Yeah. Celia, are you a fan of the are you a Phoenix or Homestead finale? Or, or... I really liked, like, the, the setup of Homestead. I thought it was really nice. And I didn't really like Phoenix for like now it's starting to grow on me though. So I'm looking forward to it. The way that they changed the reason and the PJ one, the racetrack makes it better. Um, Phoenix is a blast. I like, I like the short tracks, but you can never grow on Homestead. I mean, Homestead, yeah. they run the fence, the bottom that everywhere on the racetrack you can. Um, I think for the beginning, like once they switched tracks, Homestead was still better, but now I think Phoenix is picking up the pace for, with how they prepare the racetrack. So I, I think either or. I mean, yeah. I'm sure that we would all love yeah. to be at Martinsville, but Martinsville's probably not the best showcase for what, what teams can do, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think Phoenix realized that they kind of got big shoes to fill as the as the closer. So they've kind of been stepping it up the past few years. Yes, I think so too. That and well, that and the fact that like if it went to a, a different mile and a half other than Homestead, then mm -hmm. the same teams are going to excel versus being to a short track like Homestead, a driver can come out in it. It's not just all equipment. Phoenix, the yeah. driver can come out in it versus just being on a big mile and a half and you know who's going to win. You know you know who's going to run strong. Yeah. Exactly. Same two people win the stages, and it's like a fight between them. Towards the end, it's like, all right, I don't need to watch Correct. this race. I know it's going to happen. <laughs> Correct. Exactly. So I, I, I think that aspect's nice through it. Yeah, definitely. For sure, for sure. We'll, we'll be back with more here on Off the Record. And welcome back here on Off the Record. So the one time that uh, I've been able to chat with you uh, at the racetrack, Mason, well, the few times, actually, I think I saw you at New Smyrna and then Daytona because you ran both races that weekend. Yes. The beginning of the year, right? Yes. 
Awesome. Yeah. So how, so how's your time been in ARCA? I mean, obviously you haven't run like, you know, the full schedule, you haven't run a ton of races, but from time to time you do come to the ARCA series uh, with the 44 crew and you do run a few races. You ran that speed weeks weekend. Uh, I can't remember how, how good or how, how great the weekend went as far as finishing wise, but kind of summarize how, how that weekend was like for you. Yeah, I was um, moving out of ARCA full-time East last year. We, we parted away with the teams um and moved to this year we we partnered up with not really we're in the ride from jeff Sipler, great guy i mean that guy works works his tail off for whoever's in his cars and appreciate everything he did we went to noosa uh daytona first correct i forget which order I we did it was, it might have been yeah new yeah. smyrna first new smyrna on like a two yeah tuesday yeah we went to new smyrna first and it wasn't that it wasn't that great um we missed the setup a little bit and it was just a struggling night but i think we still finished fourth um, think, yeah. so it was okay. Uh, wasn't what I normally go down, you know, fighting for, you know, at least top three, but it was still fun. We, we never gave up. The team never gave up with like, you know, coming in for adjustments, and all the above. So, and then we moved to Daytona, which fortunate how they do qualifying there is groups and we got in a really good group. So I was able to qualify, I think fourth or second or I forget, I think it was outside pole, um, which is really good. And then, throughout the race so we overheated a little bit and lost some horsepower and some, you know, from the engine from the computer shut it off. So came back to finish seventh after, I think it was Drew Dollar racing in with the Gibbs car or TBM car. Yeah. And he wrecked off the back straight. Crashed. Yeah. And I was able to pick up like five, six spots from that wreck. So came out to be in seventh place, I think. Yeah. I think it was seventh. I was trying to, double check here i think it was right around there and you mentioned you mentioned running two so you ran two full-time arca east series or arca east yes series. with venerini in 2020 and then last year with visconti oh yeah that's right you did run for that for that 74 which visconti was a half and half it was all my my father's equipment yeah. and then just using some of his equipment as well he had the motors we had the cars so it was it wasn't all visconti stuff the majority of it was mine uh, okay so is Arca, well, I'm sorry, <laughs> is Arca something that you can see yourself like getting back into later on in the future? Are you going to stick to cars for now? It, it depends. Um, it's just expensive for what, what it is. Um, yeah. That and it's more of a growing series, more of, okay, you're going this series to go to this series. You know, it's more of those transitional series. I don't see myself running full time for years in it. I would much, much rather do local stuff, whether that's cars tour or when late model supers all the above um i'd rather do that versus run arca full-time kind of did my time in the series and tried to move forward and it just didn't really work out so we're gonna go back down now and focus really on the short short track local stuff yeah that makes sense kind of if you were to draw like a direct comparison or like the biggest difference between say running an arca say running an orca at the short tracks right like if you run the east like running the full-time e-season versus running the full-time cars tour season like what do you think is the biggest difference between the two uh teams the equipment the money being spent um it's it's hard to beat kbm it's hard to beat benarini it's hard to beat those teams that do it each week and have all the backing from toyota chevy it doesn't matter you know um it's hard to beat all them versus short track stuff you can spend let's just say you have a two hundred thousand dollar budget yeah whether or not that's true or false doesn't take you far in ARCA because ARCA, you, you rent races for really, really expensive versus yeah. in short track stuff, you can have a pretty deep, really good season off that money. So it's, it depends how you want to spend it. If low budget, 
you can probably run a lot more races and have a lot more fun hang out with people running in local stuff versus doing two or three big season arcas arca races in arca do you think that there's like especially coming from like a smaller team with maybe not big enough of budget to have like a solid backup car is there a little bit more of like an incentive to maybe not race as hard because you have to like preserve the car and like i've always been the one that you get the best out of your equipment no matter what um even if it means wrecking it a little bit you know using the bumper up having to put a bumper on and something like that um the way i've always raced is if you can't afford to be out there then it's not really meant to be you know, yeah, you go in the weekend knowing, okay, I can spend this much and that's it versus going out there and like, okay, if I wreck this thing, we can fix it. You know, um, it's, now there's some decisions on the racetrack. It's like, okay, there's no point in doing it. You're racing for sixth place here, you know, there's no point. Um, yeah. So that does come in effect. So if you're racing for the window, it, it's everything, anything fair game, you know? Yeah, for sure. And so if you got like an opportunity to run, like kind of say a mid tier ride and like trucks or like Xfinity, do you think at this point in your career, you would take something like that? Oh, hundred um, percent. Truck series is one of my favorite. Um, Xfinity is probably my favorite series. Yeah. Um, the cars are a blast to drive and everyone's just, it's a really competitive series. Um, same with trucks. So I would hundred percent move forward and do something like that. It just has to be the correct deal, you know? Um, it's yeah. so hard nowadays finding the sponsorship to be able to afford it to move forward with running trucks or Xfinity. So just running more local stuff is it fits my lifestyle better right now. And I'm not saying trucks or Xfinity is out of the question completely. You just have to work harder for it. Yeah, exactly. And do you, do you think so that when that deal that you know the last time you ran Xfinity was with Sam Hunt, 2020 ran those two races. Was that was that like a deal where you were kind of searching for an Xfinity ride, or did they kind of come to you and ask? You? Um, they always I've I've known Sam since he ran ARCA with um, Colin Garrett and whoever like back back before he became Xfinity scene, yeah. and I've always talked to him. We became really good friends. Um, so it's not really a matter. It wasn't a matter of I was looking for rides or he. We just it just kind of worked out. He needed a driver, and he knew I was always. You know, I was good with running. You know, I could probably find a sponsorship and run it. So it just kind of happened. He called up, I called up, and that's just how it worked. So I, I still talk to Sam now. And we're trying, I mean, each year when he sits down for the schedule, he's like, hey, I have these races. What, which ones do you want to do? Which ones can you do? And this year with Cars Tour running 15, 15 races and me running Triple Crown, which right now we're tied for the lead for Triple Crown points and just run all these local events. It just didn't work out for a weekend to get off to go do it. So hopefully next year we will, you know, maybe do a couple or try to, yeah. depending on what he has going on. Yeah, we'll see what he has up going on. I'm hoping, I'm hoping he runs that second car a little more too. Maybe that'll add a little yeah. more races for you to hop in. You know, end of the day, Sam needs to do whatever he needs to do to be, yeah. to be profitable and not be too stressful. So stressed out about it. So. Sam's a good guy and he makes all the correct decisions. So if, if it works out, it works out. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And, and it must've been like kind of the last thing on, on 2020. Um, I don't know if we noted too much on it earlier, but the no, the no practice thing at all, like in 2020, that was the year where you just showed up to the track and you just got right to it. And so how, you know, how challenging is that for you as a driver? Cause I know usually around short tracks, like from time to time, I guess there's weekends where you don't get a ton of practice there's weekends where you can get a lot of practice. Um, but for you just showing up at the track, you did have a, a little experience, experience a few years before that, but just as a driver in general, I mean, how challenging it, is that? Especially stepping in with the team you hadn't driven for before. 
Yeah. Um, the main thing is, is that when those cars go to the racetrack, they come off full-down rigs. They come down all this different ways of getting data information. So you kind of already know going into it that you might need to take it off the track, you know, put some packer in and take it off the cross member. But the cars are set up to the correct heights and all the above. So you have pretty good confidence in the cars versus local stuff. You, you just kind of put stuff on the cars and, and, and show up the racetrack. You might put it on some down, some kind of pull down rig, yeah. but we don't have the, the, the correct resources or tools or, you know, funding to be able to do what those guys do. It was a little difficult, challenging um, at Martinsville, uh, more Phoenix than Martinsville. Cause I have a lot of laps around Martinsville. We, I run the late mall stock race each year, that truck race we had there. So Martinsville wasn't that difficult. I didn't have to fight the racetrack. It was more just figuring out what the car needed versus Phoenix. It was okay. I don't know this racetrack. I don't know this car. I don't really know this team that well. So it was more of a, okay, we got to figure everything out versus just like, okay, let me just figure out the car here, you know? Yeah, for sure. A lot of, a lot of factors go in that. So we'll be back here with more to wrap it up here on off the record. And welcome back here on off the record, going to wrap it up with the final segment here again. Thanks uh, for Mason to, for joining us. And I want to note on the thing that you did back in April. So I believe in April, that was your first dirt start that you had made kind of explain, first of all, what the kind of car that you drove what was the track that you drove on. And how was the experience like? Yeah. Um, I think it was back in the first weekend, April is when I first hopped in a dirt car. Uh, we tested it back in, um, like January, February, somewhere in March, early in the season. And that actually ended up blowing the motor up. So we had to go back and second time and try it again. And, uh, went there, I think we, we went to Potomac, I believe. No, Jenner's, I, I forget exactly where we went to, but, um, my, my good buddy, who when we first I first started racing Trevor Collins, um, he races dirt now. He he took the dirt road, I took the asphalt route. So uh, he's been dying for me getting dirt cars ever since he went dirt racing. So he finally made it happen. He's been setting up for me, taking care of it. So we went we went there. I finished there my first start. It was great. It was more of an asphalt first uh, racetrack versus dirt at the time. It really rubbered up, so it, it suited me pretty well. But um. It's fun. Dirt racing's fun. Um, I raced a couple more. I think I've raced about six races this year in dirt. I've also tested a micro over at Millbridge this year uh, one time. So just trying to do what everyone else is doing. Everyone's going to run dirt now. You have to run every single kind of form of racing nowadays to be really, really good. So just trying to improve myself and driving different things and teaching myself what to do and put myself in aspects where I might be a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah, I was going to say, or do you think that there's more in your future that you're going to get really into? Yeah, no. Like a bucket list? <laughs> yeah, 100%. This year I was trying to, but um, Car Store has new slams, and we don't have any off weekends running what we need to right now. So I'm hoping next year I'll be able to, you know, do around 10 to 12 dirt races, if not more. Um, whether or not that's micros, 604 late models, which I've been running now. So trying to figure it out, but it seems like every weekend right now we're busy with a NASCAR race or uh, cars tour race like yeah next this month we have this race now and we race martinsville next next month and two cars tour races so it's only one weekend off so i could possibly go run dirt if it fits in my buddy's schedule so yeah. just trying to figure it out but i mean we only have three months left of racing really till december and i think we race about every weekend so the season doesn't slow down anymore so <laughs> it's it's a it's a long long year 
And on the dirt side, kind of last thing on there, like how, how long do you think it took you to get comfortable where you feel like you could find it? Cause I know, I know racing on short tracks, it's, you know, a lot of the time it's about finding a rhythm and just getting comfortable on the racetrack, filling your car out. And so like uh, on the dirt, like how long do you feel like it took you to feel comfortable and kind of feel a rhythm? We went and tested once, but we, we it really wasn't, it wasn't terrible. Like I kind of took to it pretty well. I think um, my first time I raced, we went there to the racetrack. They had a morning practice, like the little test thing. It was like from 10 to three. And we, I ran probably about 15, 20 laps. And we went racing in the first practice session. I was fastest. So out of like 25 cars. Um, so the way I put it is I have speed. I just need to learn how to race dirt. So I'm fortunate enough to be able to go out there and have speed and be fast and qualify well. But I need to learn how to race dirt. Like my very first heat race ever, I started with pole. So it's like, well, how do you how do you restart? How do you do this? How do you you have to relearn racing in general? Yeah. Um, it's a different way of driving completely. So that's the main struggle right now with me is just figuring out okay, how do you? I can be fast by myself, but around other cars, how how do I come fast? And that's just a learning curve of what you figure out. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of stuff that goes into that. So we'll kind of transition ourselves to this upcoming week. So obviously the next two days we go to North Wilkesboro, noted on it earlier. Um, but I know a lot of people are excited to get to the racetrack. I'm excited to watch it. I know a lot of people are excited to be there. What's the biggest thing you're looking forward to as far as I know the atmosphere is going to be pretty great. I know the car store, the drivers and the teams are going to put on a great show. What are you looking forward to most? I'm really looking forward to be just getting to the racetrack. We've all talked about it now. We really just want to get yeah. there and, figure out this place there's a big question in everyone's mind is how's this place drive or gonna be good this and that so we'll find out tomorrow who's prepared the best and who has the best notebook for it um so we'll show up tomorrow i'm looking just forward to get on the racetrack so there's no more talk about it it's it's, it's happening um so i'm looking forward to just getting there getting the practice right away qualifying and going home and sleeping on it to figure out okay tomorrow what's our strategy because we already know what we qualify, where we start. So it's kind of sleep on what, what the strategy is going to be, you know. So we do get six tires for the event. So we can't get we, – we, we, will, we will have two pit stops. We cannot fuel the car at the same time, and we can't put tires on. Like fuel and tires can't happen at the same time, so we have to pit twice for it. So it's like how, 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 do, we, how do we do this race? What's the strategy? Think about it. Let's make it happen. Hopefully be the one riding the elevator up in the night. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, that's a cool tradition. I've been I've been kind of learning more about, I guess, as they've as they've come back to the racetrack. So I noticed there's a lot of cars entered this weekend. There's a there's a lot of there's some NASCAR there's 30 late models, yeah, 30, 30 late models and then 55 limiteds. And I think around 45 street socks or so, I think. So pits are going to be packed. Do you get excited for that? More more cars kind of entering on the entry list or. Are you well, we. From the from the beginning, we knew that thirty cars is going to be for for us. Um, we knew that from the beginning, but, but I think about it's going to be good racing, but it's going to be a lot of cars. It could be a really really long night. Um, I don't know when we race on the schedule. If we race last, it might be a really long night. Uh, sitting there watching street socks and everyone. So hopefully it's a smooth day for all the divisions, not just us. So yeah. um, hopefully it's a smooth day. It's going to be chaotic in the pits. Um, it's whenever you have a lot of cars in pits, it, nothing really flows really great. So going out to practice might take a little longer, you know, there's cars everywhere in the pits. It's just, it's a big weekend. It's a big, it's a big couple of days. So I'm excited for it. 
Yeah, it even sounded like when you mentioned um, practicing qualifying earlier, it sounded like a little bit of a crunch where it's only a few hours and then you qualify. So I feel like now it's going to be kind of a little bit of a mess. But like Wednesday, we show up and we just go racing. Yeah. So it's kind of more like I kind of wish we qualified on Wednesday because so we can at least have a night saying, OK, we we missed this completely. How, how do we fix it? Yeah. But now it's like we only have a couple hours to see if we're good or not. And we don't really have that much time to get ready. Or if we miss the setup completely, be like, okay, well, this is what we have to qualify with. And this, this is it. But, you know, kind of wish yeah. that we did have Tuesday night to think about it and then qualify. But yeah. it is what it is. Everyone had the same boat. So hopefully we unload pretty good. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and one of the biggest questions surrounding like this North Wilkesboro racetrack revival return is, is it, is it, can it stick around, right? Like we've had a great month of racing. I think the fan turnouts been pretty good, obviously. And then they're going to have the dirt next month. And then we're going to totally redo the racetrack. Do you think that, you know, North Wilkesboro coming back, you think this can be a permanent thing for the future? I think it's more of a big race kind of thing. I think it's more of hopefully get the truck series there. Hopefully they do big events. I don't think that they did weekly racing that it would really last um, just because weekly racing is really, really hard. There's not that many cars to spool around with. I mean, think about it. Martinsville, you get 80 cars every year for late mile stocks. So if you have right now, I think there's nine tracks in NC and five in Virginia. What's eight, what's 80 divided by, by 13, not that many cars per track. So I think if they were to stick to big races and have this, like the big late mile stock event, big street, street stock event, exactly what they're doing once, once, maybe twice a year. I think it will last, but if they went weekly show race and it wouldn't work. So they, they need to figure out a way to get trucks there to get maybe Xfinity cup probably won't go there, but they need to figure out how to do big events and get them in. Yeah, for sure. I agree. I think that's, I, I think the same way too. I think that's the only way they could do it. Just keep doing big events. Cause we weekly, like you noted, it is hard for a racetrack to do so. We'll see how it all kind of pans out. And, and for you, for the rest of the year, I noticed, you know, I know you keep mentioning the, the car store that got you on a busy schedule this year. Is there anything else like other, you know, for the, for the rest of 2022, you got dirt races planned, you know, NASCAR, ARCA, is there anything you're looking at? Um, possibly they might, might be doing Bristol and ARCA. Um, I, I enjoy Bristol, but main thing is Martinsville for us for late mall stocks um, tied for triple crown points. That's the final race for triple crown. So hopefully we can come out there um, with a strong finish and one triple crown for my first first year doing it. Um, hopefully we can do that. That's the next main big big one for us. Other than you know we have Tri County before that, but that's the next major event going to Martinsville. That's where everyone shows up best of the best, and we're gonna have probably eighty cars going for you know. I think they start forty two. So got to make the show. That's to be the next big thing, and then closing out the season. You know, December. It's always. Yeah. Jam packed schedule for sure. So I know uh, these next few days I'll be watching Wilkesboro or I'll be trying to figure out how I'm going to watch Wilkesboro. I think it's just like on Flow Racing or something like that, right? I think It'll it's streamed on, on or... I think Race America's doing it. Race America. And someone else is streaming it, but it's it's not on Flow. I think it's Race in America Pit, for Wilkesboro. Is who do it. Pit Row TV. I should know that because I, I do the graphics and I have to put them on there. So I should probably know that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I should be on like Pit Row or for those who are in Racing America as well, where this uh, show will go on too. So uh, I know we'll, we'll all be watching at Wilkesboro. I'm, look, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun weekend for the Cars Tour. Uh, thank you, Mason, for joining us on the show. And uh, we'll see you all next week.